Hello and welcome to a, another video podcast on notes from Mr. Sal's POD class. We're still talking about the political compass. These notes will cover uh, Monday, September 10th through today, which is Wednesday, September 12th. And this is all three classes covered these notes. We were talking about uh, political terms as to why we view conservative and liberals the way we do and why we think these ways as a nation and getting into why we think this way our background tends to determine what we believe about the role of government um, we have social class issues uh, economic social classes is one the actual term is a socioeconomic status SES and with economics it deals with money we have the upper class, which would be people we consider rich. The actual threshold uh, in political terms, they tend to throw around $250,000 as rich or not rich. That's somewhere in that area, that ballpark is the dividing line, depending on, on the, the your political affiliation. And we discussed it in class pretty much unanimously. People making $250,000 do not think they are rich. It's a subjective term. We, we're not going to get into the specifics, but you have the upper class. You have the working or middle class people. That's where the majority of people want to classify themselves as in reality. Uh, we also have uh, lower economic classes, which would be working poor people with, who are underemployed, working multiple jobs without benefits, do not make a lot of money in their jobs. And we have other people on... Uh, public assistance for whatever reason that aren't making a lot of money they fall into the lower economic classes now we said social class talked about the social classes in this case um, we're talking economic social classes the job you have tends to influence how you vote uh, you're, you're going to support the the political party and the political ideology that supports your job. Your parent beliefs one way or another influence you. Either A, you will believe similar to what your parents believe because that's how you were brought up, or B, to get back at your parents, you will believe the opposite of what they believe just to get on their nerves. Um, whether you, you know, it's just the reality of the situation. You are influenced by your parents. Um, your age excuse me, we're going to jump back up here to religion. Your religion or um, lack thereof, depending on where you fall on the religious spectrum, um, how devout you are to your religious faith, whether you have religious faith or not, and the type of relig religious faith you follow or pursue influences whether you are a liberal or conservative or where you fall in between. It's just how, how it works. Um, people take those beliefs into account when they are determining who they're going to vote for and which party or ideology they're going to support as a voter and a citizen. Age is also important. We talked about this uh, in class. You know, most people would say they want local governments or state governments to invest in making life good for citizens, uh, amenities, public parks, things of that nature. It's where we get into age determines what type of amenities we want. Older people don't want skate parks, may not see a purpose for having playgrounds or 
basketball courts. Other people, older may because they have grandkids, so your background influences this. Younger kids may not want amenities set up for older people because it'll take them a while before they can actually enjoy it. They would want things that are tailored towards their likes and dislikes, mainly their likes. The last three ideas we talked about, race, ethnicity, and gender, these are conditioned or learned influences. We teach kids that ethnicity, gender, and race matter. Kids, for the most part, are blind to, they understand that everyone's different, people look different, and it's just a, a, a way, a fact of life. However, we impose ideas upon kids that because of color of skin, because of your ethnic background, because you're male or female, because of other orientations, you have to think a certain way. So these are learned influences where um, age and some of the other influences may not necessarily be learned, it's just part of your background, but race, ethnicity, and gender, we teach like the social values of a society, we impose upon the kids and they tend to follow along those lines. So that pretty much clears up Monday's notes. Uh, that was my daughter coming in and out of our computer office here as to what was going on with the door opening and closing, if you pick that up. We get the classification. We talked about, um, this was on Tuesday's notes, liberals, this is sort of stereotypical, sort of based upon their platform, their generalities, there are exceptions. But for the most part, uh, the liberals tend to want more government in people's lives. It's their, they're considering it as a help, a safety net for them to help people. That's government's role is to help improve life. And if people stumble and fall so they don't plummet, there's a safety net in place. And for those people listening that do not know me, I don't fall in, I don't consider myself falling into either category, liberal or conservative. Um, I look at the values of both and judge as I see, um, you know, the merit of them, I guess I, I would say. So I, I explained this to the class ahead of time for people who are unsure. The next thing we talked about with the liberal parties favoring ex extension of the civil rights not listed in the Constitution. Just because something isn't listed doesn't mean it's legal or illegal. That's what the laws put in the books are, are for. They're judged against the Constitution. Liberals tend to want to state, yes, this is legal. It's not stated you can't do it in the Constitution, but we want to make a law explicitly stating that you can do this. They tend to push for a smaller military and a smaller role for religion in government. They also tend to push for more government control over the economy, form of regulations, mainly for uh, public safety, things of that issue, to even the playing field also, um, because some people have, and we discussed this in some of the other classes, everyone is guaranteed a certain basic starting point, depending upon your the situation in your life, you may have a higher starting point than others, but everyone has at least a certain basic starting point, access to the same basic programs. 
and then you know your economic status, where you're born, who your parents are, all of that tends to add above and beyond the basic level. Now the conservatives believe um, you know little or no government in people's lives there are exceptions. You know, they, they feel that government interferes with people's lives and it was brought up in class that you know some people are a do as I say not as I do or they want everyone to be like them so they want to push laws and that is true on both sides um, of the aisle where you, know, you do have government intervention to enforce values upon society. They're more for the traditional civil rights, stick to the Constitution and the amendments, but not legislate above and beyond granting certain rights. They're more for a larger military and a larger role of religion in government. They have uh, more of a belief and less control over the economy believe in it constricts growth and job creation. You go back to the theory of the invisible hand where businesses will do what's right because if they don't, they'll go out of business uh, because people will not either work for them or buy their goods. So businesses will self-regulate. And, and that's the conservative platform in a nutshell. And we talked about the big issues that the parties addressed Social wealth, uh, social welfare, health care plans, the safety net we, we discussed previously, the environment with regulations to keep to keep um, the environment and, and clean for for people above and beyond the invisible hand where you kind of have to set standards for people to match because people will get um, they'll take what's given to them. It's just a human tendency. Therefore, abortion rights, meaning that people would have the right to choose as to whether or not they have abortions. Uh, gun laws to be more restrictive to ownership, and that ownership and the re restrictions varies by individuals. Not everybody has the same blanket um, amount of restrictions. And all, actually, all of these issues, people, both liberal and conservative, fall in the spectrum. And they may jump back and forth between degrees of, of thought in all of these big issues, but these are the, just the general terms. Uh, the isolationism, we discussed and agreed pretty much that it doesn't exist in today's world. From the standpoint of isolationism, they talk about military intervention to keep our military out of intervening in other countries' business unless absolutely necessary. Uh, they were more towards open immigration, easing immigration policy, and more of a multicultural background. America is a nation of immigrants, and we discussed you know, the theory is even the original peoples here that we call Native Americans immigrated here thousands of years ago. So everybody here, the theory is, was eventually, or at one point in time, was an immigrant. So open up the doors and make the process less restrictive. Now for conservatives, strong on national defense which ties into the larger military um, and actually at the bottom here, um, towards the bottom where we talk about interventionism, using national defense as a tool to intervene in countries where needed to protect allies, to initiate change or prevent change depending on um, what was going on in those countries. 
to a certain extent. Um, the, the students put ending abortion, but it could be restricting abortion, making it, you know, various degrees of less choice, less openness, less legality to it. Lowering taxes, and depending on who you talk to, and this is what we're going to discuss as time goes on, on these issues, various politicians have different opinions as to how restrictive or how unrestrictive things should be. And the issues aren't black and white, so we're going to go into like the lowering of taxes. There's a lot of rhetoric as to what tax cuts would do and who they should be applied to, or tax increases, how they would help, how they would hurt, who they would be applied to. So we're going to discuss this as time goes on. Uh, less restrictive with gun laws, more restrictive on immigration, and less multiculturalism, more Americanism, which you know, was brought up in class that we are a nation of immigrants. We talked about it. What exactly is this term? And we'll be perusing some of the sound bites that are put forth by people as to what they mean by that. So these are pretty much the notes for the last three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Today we had an assembly in the morning, so we didn't have period one. Periods four and seven got caught up on the notes. We finished up the discussion, went a little more in depth. So this is pretty much the wrap-up of the first three days of this week. Hope you um, were able to use this information. If you have any questions and you're one of my students, please message me through the Edmodo online classroom. Other people may email me at dsalvucci at nbsd.k12.pa.us. So these are all discussion starters, framing in general terms what conservative and liberal are for the upcoming election so we can start addressing issues in class. Thank you.